Hi there, everyone, and welcome to the Green Room Podcast, where we interview the leading lights of Manx drama and get their thoughts, experiences on their life on and off the island, as is definitely taken up by our two guests today. And we have uh, with me Anne Howard, uh, Leah Carter, and Tony Eccles. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Well, I suppose the obvious place to start with this one, John, as it's ever, is perhaps take a look at the pair of you and just say, where did you start out then? So you, you sort of suggesting, obviously, you've both done some sort of professional training, have been to college to do it. Where did, where did your dramatic life start out there? Um, well, I started uh, dancing, I'd say, I don't know, age of five, something like that, at a little school in Laxey. Um, and then kind of progressed from there to, I went to stage one drama school, had private lessons, um, and then was lucky enough to to win the Young Actor of Man Award um, when I was 13. I think I was one of the youngest or the youngest <laughs> uh, Young Actor of Man. Um, and then I was lucky enough to win it again the next year, um, which then sort of propelled me on to to want to do it as a career. So I, I left the island at 16 um, and went to a school called Arts Ed, which they offer kind of like a secondary school kind of institution secondary school that offers um musical theater training as well um so yeah so i went there at 16 and then it kind of all took off from there really um and then so after that i went on to do a degree in musical theater at ppa which is another uh a college in in guildford sorry and yeah, that's pretty much me. How about, how about you, Tony? So uh, just I should that should have been part of my introduction. There, the useless introducer that I am, uh, pointing out that you are both uh, past winners of the Young Actor of Man, which is a key part yeah, of the Man Summer Drama as you um, are. Federation. Uh, yes, yes, I'm the only yes. one who isn't. I feel a bit. <laughs> well, um, no, no, no. well, young, yeah, still young. <laughs> I didn't win it even when I was young, but yes, you're absolutely right. Um, and it, it, it's a fantastic achievement. And for both of you, I thought, sorry, Tony, I've, I've cut you off a little bit. No, there, but so all, you're, how, how, because the Yorkshire Man was a real starting point for both of you. So yeah. tell me what. Yeah, you... hugely. I didn't know anything about it. So my, I don't know, first steps into acting and performing were completely kind of by accident. So I did, when I was young, I always enjoyed doing it, but it was never a primary focus or something that my family really pushed me into it was just something that I enjoyed um, I was always like into sports sports was my my thing played probably every sport under the sun when I was a kid and then I started to kind of get slowly get into it I did a couple of um, youth arts things here there and everywhere and then I did um, so my first school production was Candles at Balakameen High School and I kind of auditioned on a whim because loads of people were like, oh yeah, audition. And then I just kind of did it, got one of the leads and then, well, one of the kind of principals, if you will. And then through through doing that, it just so happened that in the next couple of months after the production, the Hammond School came over and they did a workshop. And then from there, they saw me in the workshop and offered me a full scholarship and that rest of Wow. My kind of journey is, you know, kind of history. It kind of yeah. set me off from there. But in in the gap in between, because I'd done Candles, um, the director um, was Chris Mabry, writer director, and he said, "Oh, you should you should go into this acting competition." And I was like, "What? Well, I didn't know there was such things that happened on the island." He said, "Yeah, you should use one of the monologues in that." So from there, I was like, "Well, I don't know what I'm doing. I have no clue. I just kind of." read the words in an accent or however however I did it I, there wasn't any skill behind it um, so I went to Jackie Black um, sorry at the time sorry Jackie, Jackie Black. Black at the time <laughs> yeah. um, Jackie Hawks and so I had a few one-to-one -one classes with her 
and that kind of got me into the young actor of man yeah. and again had absolutely no clue what i was doing i was just having a laugh and luckily won and again I, don't, I was there i don't think it was, it was luck <laughs> any luck about it no it's one of it's amazing moments and please don't take this wrong with me. i'm not trying to blow smoke but it was one of those moments of seeing someone because i'd never seen you act before i'd never been that moment, the amazing raw talent that literally just turned up bang first time you'd ever done in a competition and away you went and it was one of those moments you could see that that's it that's a professional actor right there someone that will go on and do amazing things i did i had no bones about losing oh, to you that year that's at so all lovely. It, it was, <laughs> that's it was really an, nice to hear it, it was an incredible moment um when i'm saying i'm sorry Leah, i didn't get to see you, that's right. you perform but <laughs> no? i'm sure it was equally stunning <laughs> it was um, okay oh, that's yeah, well, two years in a row I mean, that's something that's never been done by anyone else no, even since no. yeah and, uh, in all the history and we were talking just just before we came on air about how the amazing list of names and what a what 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 that competition does for people and what that then that stepping stone and that's part of what we're here to record just this was a starting point for you Tony yeah, in particular absolutely. and 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 you there as well because yeah. this was the, the point that then was there something in it for you that then thought well I can then go on and do this well I think a little bit more than just a hobby yeah well winning you know you kind of the prize if you will is is to go away to a drama school or a summer camp or something that's theater based in the UK and luckily enough, sort of winning it twice, I, I sort of asked and said, you know, would it be okay if potentially I went to where I want to, to train for a week? So they allowed me to go to Arts Ed uh, for a week and do um, like a summer school there. And then it opened my eyes then to how amazing the school was. So if it wasn't for, you know, Mad for, for allowing me to do that, I might not have, you know, might not have gone or even gone to the Hammond or trained somewhere else or whatever. But, but, it was just so kind of them to be able to allow me to go somewhere different, you know, because obviously we've won it twice and mm. um, I don't think that's been done before. Well, no, done again. Hasn't, it hasn't, it hasn't <laughs> yeah. been done before or no. since. It's, yeah. it's an amazing achievement. So what? So you, you both went off to drama school. What did that then lead to afterwards? So I know you're both back here now, but there were, there were roles and amazing careers that you had while you were across. I mean, yeah, so how many? Ten plus between us, we've got two decades of experience in well you're a lot older than me Tony (laughs) there it is there's a first one (laughs) (laughs) well but okay we've got each of us has Mm. over 10 years experience in London in the industry yeah working I think uh, Tony worked you worked more than I did and you kind of branched off and did the kind of acting for screen side of things and um, well I never I never ventured into musical theatre which it seems like it's a, a different of, world. It's really, compl- we've we've shared our experience about just how you're treated, yeah. How you're treated in uh, in an audition, audition. Yeah. how your agent looks after you, how you're perceived in the industry, how one job is maybe just like for for a screen actor or where I was predominantly kind of my career was focused. You could have one day of work on set, and that could make a, a year's work. That would be like you wow, you did that one day. Whereas you could be working six, 12 months, a two-year cruise or a tour, and that's still one line on the CV. It's still one job, whether it was a one-line part in this TV series or an advert or a commercial of whatever brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It still equals one line of the CV, so it's such a different perspective on how you look. So I could look like I've done loads in one year, but someone else could have just done 
one job for a year and it would still in musical theatre in musical yeah. theatre and yeah. it would just look completely different and the same with plays as well do you, do you find the um, was it was it all in person auditions or were you doing things remotely because I, I know people who were looking for things now there was someone I was talking to who was, it, across Europe there, there was an advert for an Amazon commercial and it was covering the whole of Europe and you just registered and you recorded it at home and sent it all in yeah you've got quite a lot of experience turning with self-tapes yeah, and all so that kind of stuff. The industry massively changed. I mean, and then it changed even more so when the COVID pandemic was happening, but it was already on the verge of changing about a year or two up to that of casting directors realised that rather than having a, a 10, 15 minute slot with an actor in a room and seeing them there live and having to book out a studio for these actors yeah, to come the to. Isn't all it? the expenses of central London and casting booths and all that sort of stuff and then recording them in the room to then send off and have to look back at later. We might as well get these actors who all have wonderful cameras on their mobile phones or um All you need is a, a blank wall, yeah, some natural light. Webcams on <laughs> web webcams on their computer yeah. to send in the audition that they would already have done in the room. They've already got it. And then it also saves a lot of time for a casting director. If you're looking, you know instantly whether you want to see more of this person or not within the first 10 seconds. Yeah, saves So it time. saves them having to sit through them doing the scene and them having, oh, can you try it a bit more like this and then try it like this? And Whereas actually, they can just fast forward, go, no, it's not what we're looking for, next, no. And yeah. you can so, whittle so, so down. How so did you find that that's, I mean, that's very much the screen side of it. How yeah. did yeah. you find that the musical theatre, because that was that's more your... Yeah, that is, yeah, that's where I trained. So all my auditions, predominantly part, I, well, like two auditions were in person. Um, and sort of when you get to sort of the final rounds for sort of big shows, you have a massive panel on the, you know, right in front of you. And it can be quite daunting. Um, and, you know, what we spoke about a bit about how, you know, people are treated sort of differently in, in each field. You know, I can remember I was in the finals for, for Les Mis and I had about, I don't know, I'd say about 15 to 20 people in front of me on a massive panel, all just like talking amongst themselves, not listening to me sing at all. I get to the money note, they all look up and then back down to talking to each other. Like, it, and then thank you, off you go. You know, it's it's kind of, it's a reality check, isn't it? Where you go, I'm literally, I'm pretty much a number here. Like, yeah, you're not, um, I mean, I hope it's changing, but mm. You know, when I was auditioning, that was kind of how it was. And that's... Well, I've, I've had some person actually turn around in the audience and say to this final, that's rubbish. Well, I'm actually on stage. <laughs> no. yeah. um, at the so maybe it's just trying to prepare you for a life on maybe. stage. Oh, maybe. Not at all. I'm sure they wouldn't be saying that's about you. Maybe. In any way, I don't know. It's a very funny um, story of a friend So what, of what sort of shows did you did, did you do that you... Cause you so you talked about you went for an audition with Lamers. What yeah. other shows did you, did you so, do while you were down there? Well, I predominantly did, I mean, things like, I mean not easy gigs because they're not easy at all to get but like things like panto things that i could get i knew were going to make me money over the christmas period things like that had a lot of auditions a lot of close calls um but didn't work really masses um but i've got no regrets i'm so it sounds cringy but i'm so <laughs> proud of myself that i just went and did it you know and and had the guts to go and 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 give it a really really good go yeah. and when i moved back i was kind of like you know, I've done that. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't. I really don't have any regrets. Never look back, and yeah, and you, you won't get to the you know later on in life and think you know well, I, I should have had a crack at that. But you know, you've had absolutely, had yeah, go, which knows? makes a big difference. I mean, that's the that's the thing. <laughs> there was it's, a funny story really... looking there. Oh cool. yeah, no, just a, fr a friend of mine tells this great anecdote of when he was doing um, this kind of 
um, songs from songs from the war around the nursing homes, and he comes out opening number, comes out in this nursing home, roll out, roll out the barrel, and this woman just turns to a friend and go, oh. In he awful, uh, and, you know, in an audience of like oh. these twelve, and he's just going, "Oh, I've got an hour set to do," and this is the first number, first number and it's it's one of those stark realities, much like yourself, where you just go, "I've." That's where the the professionalism kicks yeah. in. Yeah. Of just ignore it, just yeah. carry on. on. Just You're singing for yeah. that one person in the back Absolutely. that's paid their, paid yeah. their money. Well, that, that's, We've it's all a done good point. To six it, it is much and, as you, yeah. you're saying, yeah, the professionalism. I think we've all had, you know, as John was saying as well, whether amateur or whatever, where you, you know, you've got someone within earshot saying, oh god, this is how long, how long have we got? <laughs> uh, what would you say though, having seen both sides of the coin, which obviously a lot of people, you know, who who tread the boards at the gate and have done perhaps Amdram for 30, 40 years, never actually had a go at being professional. What is the big gulf, do you think? How would you describe someone who's not done it, the gulf between doing it professionally and doing it perhaps at a high level or at a regular level as an amateur? That is a really, really good question. Um, I'm going to need it. I'm going to need a little... So, well, I'd say that the quality, and it's something that we've noticed, and it's quite, if you hope you don't mind me saying, that mm -hmm. you are the future of Manx drama, um, that it's that that's what, so what no we've had we've had we've had on we've had whole we've had a whole number of different people on the podcast uh, all with different experiences uh, but the thing that comes through is the quality of drama that we have here and we, we really punch well above our way to the oh, people that we can put through you look at Sam Barks look at both of you you look at Joe Locke that people who go away and acting is so hard to, to make is. that and, and it's, it comes down to luck if nothing else I, mean, look, I was just about to say that it's, it's opportunity it's, it's luck and and you know, I'm, I was never great at, you know, what's it called, the networking side of things and being at the right place, the right time. Mm. And um, and I also think, you know, well, being away from home massively hindered me, I think, you know, missing my family. It's it's a whole different world, isn't it, in London? Um, and yeah. if people, you know, I had friends from drama school who had so much support around them, you know, their family was, I don't know, an hour's train ride away <laughs> and they could just go and see them whenever they wanted. But... I didn't necessarily have that. So I think if I'd had a more of a support network around me, I probably would have felt that urge to keep going mm. maybe. Um, but I don't know, it's just so hard. <laughs> like I can't I think even so. explain how there's, hard it is. There's a, we've got a massive kind of advantage, if you will, for our amateur scene over here, but it's a, it's a disadvantage when you look at professional work in that anywhere else, if you were living in, in England, if you had a call from your agent and saying you've got an audition at 10 o'clock, you can jump on a train, get down into town, get to your audition yeah. with plenty of time and and do the audition and be flexible with travel and where you stay or stay overnight at a friend's or a hostel or a hotel or whatever, or get a train back. If you get a recall, train down the next morning. Whereas you can't do that from the Isle of Man. No. I, it was one of the things that I, when I first moved back, I was like, oh, well, I'll, I'll just be able to just flit across. Mm -hmm. And you realize that there might not be a plane or there might not be a boat that early <laughs> or you, you with the the kind of last minute how very last minute the industry is is i'll get an email at six o'clock in the evening to say i've got an audition at nine o'clock the next day here's five pages you need to learn yeah and that or, does happen <laughs> and, that, that and is so get often sent songs last minute can you can you learn this for the next morning and you know you might be at your bar job like oh I can't. Yeah, I've got a shift, or yeah. I need to quit. I've yeah. got a shift at ten. I need to switch that around with someone. I think going back to your question, Howard, that is the big difference. That is the really big difference that separates 
um, and an amateur performer, if if that isn't too too much of a title to say, between other people who are working across as professionals, is the time that you get to be able to deliver a performance. Um, you put a show on, a professional show, musical or four play, weeks. four weeks, mm-hmm. and you're expected to be off book at the start of rehearsals, and that could be two weeks after you were told you got the job. Yeah. And it is, it has to be ready to go, absolute top standard in four weeks. We over here in the kind of the amateur scene, obviously everyone has day jobs, everyone has a life. Six months, isn't it? Family, you have three three times a week Mm. over six six month period Mm. to get better and get better and get better out of mm. just doing it over the same dance routine over to hone it to get the steps right to... without it being too loaded a question then no. which do you both prefer <laughs> i think for me um the the sort of when it become when it's your job and you have that pressure that you have to pay the bills and you have to pay your rent and you know you have oh i really need this audition so much is relying on it it does take the fun out of it and I, you know, I, I stopped performing and auditioning um, quite a bit before I moved back to the Isle of Man. I started, I teach now instead. Um, and so moving back, doing it amateur, doing it, is it amateurly? Is that the right word? Mm. Um, I got my love back for it because, mm. you know, and and to be with people who equally love it as much as you do and lear- you learn, they learn from you, you learn from them and you build friendships and... For me, that's what it's about now. Well, finding that love for it. It is, it's the love for it I have to confess, when I made that decision, do I go to drama school or do I not? And it was actually someone, it was actually the week at drama school that someone said to me, that obviously, as you mentioned before, if you win the actor man, you get sent away and you get a week at drama school of your choice. Yeah. Uh, And someone said that to me and said it was, if you're going to do it, you've got to make sure, and and you can take some of the love out of it, because for each of those, you had to pass to learn, and it was almost giving you that little taster. Usually and with strong backbone and, as well. Yeah. Oh, I can't you take get oh <laughs> anymore. Oh, the rejection. Like yeah, oh. it's ninety nine percent of the time, it's a no. Yeah, and that's the reality of it. And yeah. going to yourself, you know, it's just because I wasn't right for that yeah. part, it's not that mm. I'm not no good. You know, I'm just as good as whoever got the role, but they just weren't looking. Maybe it was my hair color, or you know, yeah. just yeah. there's yeah. loads of other factors, isn't there, around it? The producer's height, nephew. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, it happens. Yeah. And that's yeah. just on the Alamo. And yes, <laughs> but, but and bring it back. back. So you, you both mentioned that you um, you're you're actually working on production. Sorry, um, like just pick up on any point. You're you're teaching pupils yeah. now. Is there ever a thought that you could then pass that on and get? pupils now to then follow what you've done through the young actor of man and, and into absolutely yeah so i teach are. i teach all aspects of, of musical theater now um, and i teach privately as well i teach private singing um, and i have had some students go away and, and get into performing arts schools fairly recently which is amazing um so i'd like to think that i can pass on my knowledge and but i don't want to scare them either you know i don't want to go oh gosh this is what it's like because everyone has to find out for themselves and you know, when I went at 16, I was quite naive and I didn't know all the ins and outs, but that's what makes you brave and makes you carry on. So, mm. you know, it would be wrong of me to say to them, you know, to divulge all the, oh gosh, this happens and this happens because the industry is ever changing as well. You know, it's not the same as when I was auditioning, but I'd like to think that I can 
provide them with that bit of you know a backbone as well you know i'm quite honest with yeah. my feedback i don't yeah. kind of sugarcoat things as well what about yeah. you tony have you got that same sort of reinvigoration again you're teaching again you're performing again over here have you sort of connected with your original love for the theater this is just about one to one to one to one both of us have just Great. we haven't we haven't stopped and it I, I think that's because it's it's our choice um when you get an email from your agent saying this is the job oh i don't don't fancy doing that one mm. you no, no you go you have to go you have to do it and unless you know you are you're, you're a vegan and it's for a McDonald's advert for example like there are certain allowances for that sort of thing but oh I don't particularly like that style of musical no, you, tough like, it's a job that's the job mm. you know y- you have to do it and it's it's doing things that you you love or you enjoy or that excite you or um, move your needle if, if for a better phrase that really actually I'd really like to do that mm. that sounds like a lot of fun and just to go back onto that you my my career or over there was based on you know a couple of lines in this a scene in this a day here a little bits here and there whereas over here you get to be you get to full length plays or full musicals or being the lead or uh, one of the principal roles and it's such a, like a great a great fun and great to do a whole show that could you would never even potentially be seen for in yeah. the professional world you've done all this training and you've done all this you've got all this experience so you want to really take on these big roles and these big challenging parts More opportunity now and, i guess yeah and in the professional world until you get to that level of acclaim or fame or in the industry or you get a good agent that can get you in to be seen for those roles yeah it's you you're, you are picking at scraps to to build a a life and a life career life. for yourself mm. and unfortunately when that pays the bills you are really fighting for that that little gig or that little mm-hmm. yeah. extra advantage yeah, so what do you see you, you mentioned just before we came on um, sorry I cut you off this no no before, no not at all um, on what you um, what you've got planned in the near future because some interesting exciting plans you were telling just for you yes came on we, yeah really really exciting but tony and i are stepping over to the creative side oh. of things oh. i know, I know. <laughs> yeah so we're um we're joining uh, all island theater company um and putting on high school musical in august 2024 mm-hmm. um so i'm going to be predominantly choreographing the show and tony's sort of um creative assistant so kind of floating between directing and choreographing and, and the design and yeah everything and else. everything else um but yeah it's really exciting it's going to be a really high energy crazy show yeah it's it's going to be a lot of fun and it's we get the opportunity to kind of do produce it in our own in our own way yeah, yeah. Well, you've, along you've, with you've gone completely to the other side I know, now you're saying I know. You, you could be that person that sits and reads and whatever other yeah. people oh, have been learning I'll from I'll be talking through not. all the auditions absolutely not and I think through, Next. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> through having that experience we and through being the person auditioning now we get to be on the other side of that we get to I'd like to think that makes them, us better yeah, yeah like a better person on the panel yeah more compassionate definitely and understanding what they need and it's not necessarily a, a blank poker face or a, a stern well we must mutter to ourselves yeah and, you know we're actually like take your time if you need anything just let us know and any it is questions for young just, people as well isn't it yeah. so it's teenagers and um and that's obviously my area of expertise I love working with children teenagers yeah. so 
it's going to be really fun, along with Olivia Landles as well, who's directing. Yeah. So who who knows what who, whether there'll be a future young actor of man or a future well, current well, star that exactly. you find through that and you can support them through that yeah. journey. And that putting on a show whilst also like kind of teaching them about the rehearsal process and what like it's the, a learning experience yeah, as well as just going stand there do this. <laughs> yeah, we d- we wanted to make it not only fun and to have have different workshops and ways of accessing the script and the the themes in the in the show itself. So not just a learn the lines, stand there. Yeah. Move over here kind yep. of thing. We wanted to make it a different more engaging experience for them. So we've set up lots of different like workshops of them or things that they will be doing in the show that they can kind of use and access while putting on the show to create different motifs and different things together rather than just a well this is the steps because this is what we choreographed they have their own kind of creative input on that and the process so it they get a lot more ownership and i think with them being so young the the learning process of how a rehearsal process is is so so vital because you don't know i mean as a child you just you go along with how things are normally done so to have a completely different way or style of doing things will give them an experience to go oh actually that works better for me or i mean we've talked about learning lines and how how each of us attack a script mm. differently and it's just have showing shedding light on another option going mm-hmm. well this could work for you. If it doesn't, you can go back to doing the old way. Yeah. But if you like this, oh, and here's something doing different. Doing that in, in a safe, different. safe environment that yeah. perhaps they wouldn't get and exactly. have the benefit of your experience. Exactly. So whilst this might... We, we've been asking everyone that's come onto our, our, our podcast just to say what their favourite... Produ- I might have already answered it mm. if you just say this is the show you're putting on. But what your favourite production is, High been, yeah. or if it's not the same, what you would do your if you had one show left that you could do what it would be oh my goodness. <laughs> your desert island show to do um i think in training i i was in um spring awakening um which was like a dream for me um i don't i can't see it being done on the isle of man just because of the, the <laughs> oh, sort we're of, on the desert uh, island it's fine. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that is great. true there's got quite a few risque themes um Excellent. yeah a uh, little bit of nudity in there as well so maybe not so very well <laughs> 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 potentially yeah but that, i'd say that's probably my my favorite show what was the other question what you do again if you if you could do if you could do one play again if that, if, if it's that one yeah. or whether there's or maybe the high, one, you know, something the uh, high spot of it I'd say The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I love that show. That was a great yeah. one. Yeah. Wasn't it? It was. It was indeed. <laughs> yeah. Mine would be, if I had to do a show again, it would be Parade, which I did in at, as a graduation show at Hammond. Again, I don't see it no. going down well over here. Too risky it's, themes. it's a very, very, very amazing it's quite musical. dark, isn't it? It's dark. It's production. challenging. But it's yeah, just been I, on Broadway. It's, 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 yeah. It's just it's been, closed on Broadway. It's it's in, it's so beautiful and if anyone listening has ever heard of it go and look at go and listen to the soundtrack it's some of the most beautiful heart-wrenching music you'll ever hear and the story's fantastic it's a what well, i would call it a proper here we go sorry it gets all proper like... musical like it's yeah. it's a story through song not here's a break while we sing and dance for a little <laughs> bit and we go back to it's a story through the song and it's it's insane i love it um and then i've always wanted to play um john proctor in the crucible always that's a very challenging always part. always yeah. it's 
I think I'm still a little bit too young. So if anyone's thinking of doing it, they can if they could put it off for a few years, that'd be great. <laughs> um, but I've always wanted to play that role. It was done over here years ago, but it hasn't yeah. been done for a long it's, time. I don't think. Oh, it? there was a fantastic mm. production of it. The National mm. showed it on yeah. the live streaming. Yeah. Oh, we saw it. I saw, actually saw it. It's amazing. Yeah, the water at three sides all coming down. It narrowed towards the oh, back of the stage. It's amazing production. Wow. Yeah, it was, it's amazing. Amazing production. And, I've not seen it. Uh, it's. It's, and it's both, as actually it, both of you have gone for really challenging theatre, oh, something that's yeah. not. You, you don't want the light, light stuff. It's all about the oh, challenge. Absolutely, the art we love a bit of dark. You can get, get involved yeah. in and really get get to grips with the part. We've all, but we've always said this. I mean, we we like being pushed as performers. Like, well, the uh, next role for me is oh. my biggest challenge yet. <laughs> it's probably crazy. It's just a crazy thing. Um, I'm doing a Vita with the Douglas Coral Union, so that's going to be my biggest challenge i think yeah i mean <laughs> yeah it's, it's the biggest female lead role yeah it's like, a massive vocally scene. and it's but it's i'm really excited like i again like tony said love being pushed love being stretched to your yeah, stretch to your limits exactly yeah. yeah seeing what you can do yeah. and going outside your comfort zone as well like i'm one of the people who, like i don't know if i can play that part but i'll give in it a good case, go in which, in which yeah, case yeah. i'd like to try and see yeah yeah if i can Rather than and doing it in something like the the gaiety oh. with the the environment and the the, the setting, the, it's very rare. I and mean, even if you go to London, I mean, some of the theatres there, they're not a patch on that. Oh, it's just beautiful, isn't it? It's um, it's one of a kind. It feels like home. Whenever I walk into the gaiety, everyone knows the smell. Like it's got a specific <laughs> yep. smell, doesn't it? And for me, that's like the smell of excitement. <laughs> I know that sounds so weird. No, no, I know. Mixed I think, with hairspray. I think anyone who's done it will know exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, hairspray and sweat well, and all sorts. If you're upstairs or down and down, <laughs> well, right down, tucked oh, into the back oh, into the yeah, we, room and everything. I thought yeah. they'd sorted that out. <laughs> oh, that's part of the charm. That's yeah. the point. But it's. Uh, well, I think the Gaiety the Theatre has um, is one of the one of the catalysts for why we have such a incredible hmm. kind of. We're churning out incredible talent year on year out. We could talk for hours, I must admit, about this. There's so much, and uh, maybe maybe we'll do another round again, perhaps yeah, another that's time. That's the whole idea be, of the Green Room podcast. It's but it's yeah. wonderful. Uh, great to talk to you. Great to hear some of your recollections and get that feeling again of you know people who have been working on both sides of the both sides of the fence, as it were, um, are professionally and uh, amateur. We're very pleased that you're here bringing your skills to the Isle of Man and encouraging others to get involved as well. It's just great. And uh, as John was saying, I think it's just onwards and upwards from here. So particularly with folk like you around, I think we're in a, a healthy state from that point of view. So thanks very much indeed, the pair of you, for dropping into the green room to chat to John and I today. No, thank you. It's thank you so much. Pleasure.